0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kelly. And I'm Andrew.
1: And I'm Andrew.
0: Okay, I think we've done this joke like every 10 episodes or so. I think we bring this one back, (laughs) and it's not planned. It just feels right, Mm -hmm. but I think it's wrong. I think it feels wrong.
1: Sometimes I get confused, and I think I'm Andrew. I think this is also part of the joke that we say every 10 episodes. I say the same exact thing.
0: Yeah, and I think the audience probably laughed very, very softly the first time.
1: They exhaled through their nose. They went... (laughs) Sorry, what did they do? Could you do it again? They went... That was probably the extent of their laughter.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, audience, but... uh, (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) Kelly's not. Um, Some people that are probably laughing uh, a little louder than that, though, are the employees of Capcom. Having a very good day right now. Capcom is doing very well economically at the moment, and they have just made a sweeping motion and raised the salaries across the board for every employee by 30%. So good on Capcom. Good for those employees.
1: That is really nice. I am going to celebrate the Capcom employees. How? By giving them... A 40% raise in my heart.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Does that mean like you think 40% higher of Capcom employees today than you did yesterday?
1: I don't know, actually. I don't know where that joke started and I don't know why it even began. I just started saying words and I couldn't stop myself. Um, I don't have a lot of thoughts on this story and I'm learning. <laughs> As an individual, that sometimes my thoughts are just not needed. <laughs> if I don't have anything to say, then why am I saying things?
0: Because <laughs> it's a podcast. It's what you're supposed to I talk. Know. Of course, you don't have to say stuff about giving a 40% raise in your heart, though, because that's really confusing.
1: I know. I know. And I apologize for that.
0: You could um, just move on. I'm sure it'll just, you know, we'll keep that, that positive train rolling, right?
1: I guess. Um, sh- uh No. No, I'm not even going to pretend. Unfortunately, uh, as sort of a flip side to this news, um, Sony PlayStation has cut about 90 jobs. Um, They call it, quote unquote, because of global transformation um, of the sales and business operations. Uh, Don't really know what that means. People are saying maybe it's because of like... Maybe they're not emphasizing selling to retailers so much. So, like, you know, what's the word? Not selling to, like, Walmart and Target and GameStop and stuff. And more just, you know, marketing to the players. But unfortunately, at the cost of 90 90 people's employment, which is a bummer.
0: Yeah, I think it's kind of unforgivable. If if your business is booming, don't just cut jobs. Yeah, it's figure out pretty, a way to adapt.
1: Pretty silly, pretty silly, pretty stupid, pretty stinky.
0: I feel really bad for those ninety people because like they are hearing about how successful PlayStation's doing and like making record numbers of money, and then they also get a pink slip, and it just doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, I, it kind of feels like the rug being pulled out from under you.
0: I really don't. It's just this is the perfect dichotomy here, where like Capcom is doing well. And they want to make sure that their employees feel like they've contributed to it, you know. Whereas PlayStation's like, we're doing well, so we don't need you anymore. That's how it feels.
1: Yeah, it's very icky. I
0: don't know. There's probably a way they could have shuffled these people around into more appropriate positions instead of just getting rid of them altogether.
1: Yeah, but these big corporations, you know, it's all about the money. Yeah. Not about the people.
0: Microsoft did some shuffling around of some files the other day, and uh, they accidentally added fully functional ray tracing to Minecraft on Xbox consoles. Um, And then they got rid of it. And then they said, oops, that was an accident. We are not going to do that on purpose ever. Sorry. And then they removed it swiftly. So I like this story.
1: (laughs) This is very silly. I think when it's something that is as, like, renowned as ray tracing, I don't know if renowned is the right word. It just seems very intense. And for them to be like, "Uh, sorry, uh, that was an accident. We didn't mean to do that. It's like, what? Like, why did you even have that? You know what I mean? Like, if they, you weren't going they had it. to have
0: made it, you know? It's yeah. there. Like, they have it functional and they put it in and they were like, oh, it works? Sorry, that was an accident. Take it down. It's sad. It's funny cuz it's like, you know, ultimately it is Minecraft. So
1: Minecraft. no matter how good those
0: YouTube videos look, we don't really super need ray tracing on Series X, but
1: I'm wondering if I mean, I think this is just PR speak of them being like, this doesn't signal any near future plans for ray tracing. It's like okay, sure. But now you know you can do it. So
0: maybe they maybe this was like just supposed to be an internal test and it that accidentally is, got rolled out as like a mass preview.
1: That is very funny. I would like to meet the employee and or team responsible and thank them for making me laugh today.
0: <laughs> I laughed. Did you see that? Yeah, you turned purple and started like glitching.
1: I'm like, "Oh! <laughs> this is so scary. This is like a scary movie."
0: Um so awkward transition. Our cameras just bugged out. And we had a, a ball <laughs> and we're very scared because it looked like a horror movie, but we're back. Um, so that's why there's not a smooth transition into this next story. Oops, sorry.
1: Oops, sorry. Um, um So um, uh, Microsoft, I'm sorry, I'm still hung up on it. So Microsoft ha- <laughs> is reportedly going to be in the works. Lo- launch. <laughs> that, that that jump
0: scare really got us
1: reportedly in the works launching a family plan for game pass. So this is for all you game pass freaks out there who also have family members who may want to partake in your game pass. Um, this might be a potential for you in the future
0: do you want to do it do you want to uh, get a game pass family plan with me Kelly?
1: um I don't I mean I guess
0: it'll save us money.
1: I guess so. I mean, I don't really use Game Pass. I probably should get rid of it.
0: No. I got one game plan.
1: off of it, and I'm l- and I like it a lot, and I never want to play another video game again. So.
0: Or, you could um get Game Pass <laughs> Family Plan with me.
1: Well, my issue is that Game Pass on PC does not have as much stuff as Game Pass on Xbox.
0: Yeah. So so I just don't know
1: if it's worth it anymore.
0: Go get. An I'm Xbox. not gonna
1: get an Xbox and a PlayStation.
0: I have an Xbox and a PlayStation. What are you saying about me? Well that I don't have a you,
1: PC. That exactly. I don't need all of that. And a switch? Come on. People are gonna come to this to come to my domain and be like, wow, this girl's really bougie. She's got like five different consoles. Yeah. And all she does is watch K dramas on Netflix, on Netflix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Haven't played a video game in four months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um <laughs> This is exciting though.
0: Yeah, let's save money. I'm looking forward to saving money, presuming I can coerce you into getting it with me.
1: I will. I will. I just, is it going to be like cross platform? Because I obviously, it would not save me money. So I think
0: if you have Xbox Game Pass for like Xbox, PC is included for free. And then if you have PC, it doesn't include Xbox. So you're currently paying for the cheaper of the two services. So my hope would be that the family plan would make it even cheaper for you. Getting okay. the higher one, but we'll find out. We don't know the pl- pricing or anything. This is just like hypothetically exciting. It's like Nintendo Switch Online. It's like Nintendo Switch Online is twenty bucks, but because I'm on a family plan with seven other people, I'm paying like five. Mm-hmm. So, it if you can find the people, it's very exciting. I'm generally friends with a lot more Nintendo Switch owners than I am Xbox owners, though. So that's the one, the one caveat here. Yes. Um a game that might be coming to Xbox Game Pass perhaps though is Hyperlight Breaker, a fully 3D multiplayer sequel to esteemed indie darling Hyperlight Drifter. It's to release in 2023 and it is published by Gearbox. Uh there's a lot to unpack with that headline. One, <laughs> Hyperlight Drifter is getting a sequel. So that's honestly pretty surprising. Um it's fully 3D versus a top-down pixel art game. Uh, it's multiplayer, which is strange because the original was very single-player, Zelda-like, zelda puzzle-centric game. So multiplayer is not where I expect it to be. And then I think like the, the biggest twist for me is Gearbox is publishing it because Hyper Light Drifter, again, is a huge indie darling, and now it's getting published by very much not-indie Gearbox.
1: yeah. I have a feeling this is going to be a very, very different experience. Um, I just don't, I don't foresee, I don't know. It's hard to say because the trailer is not super indicative of what the game is going to be. It's more of like a cinematic trailer. Yeah, and it
0: has like five seconds of in-game footage at the end.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know. I have kind of a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach. I I never played Hyperlight Drifter, but I have very fond memories of listening to the soundtrack on Bandcamp the website when i was in like early college i want to say
0: that sounds right that time because
1: hyperlight drifter came out a while ago
0: yeah i think 2015 right or maybe 2014
1: i'm gonna say 2014
0: 2016 oh we're stupid
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've never been smart a day in my life so
0: um i'm somewhat excited i think those last five seconds show in-game footage, and I think the art style's really, really cool, but again, it's it's five seconds, so it's hard to say exactly what we're looking at here. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised it's out so soon. Well, spring of 23, so it's like a year away, but...
1: But is it? That said early access, spring 23.
0: Oh, yeah, I suppose. In my brain, early access means, like, most of the game, and I know that's probably wrong.
1: Well, who knows? Maybe it will be just, like, in the summer.
0: Um... It's hard to say, but uh, another game, another indie darling that's getting a sequel Rivals 2, sequel to Smash Style Fighter Rivals of Ether. Um, it's getting a sequel. It's fully 3D now. Another very weirdly similar story to the last game. Um, I am not super familiar. I've played Rivals of Ether a little bit, but it's cool that it's getting a sequel. Uh, you've not played it, correct? No. The thing that surprised me about this. Is it was announced this week with a release date of 2024.
1: It's not even a release date. It says currently targeting 2024. What do you mean by that? The thing
0: for me is that this is the first game we know with a 2024 release window. Mm -hmm. And it feels really weird. And I know it's like almost halfway through 2022 already. So that makes sense. But this happens every year where, like, when you hear a release date that's two years away, you're like, oh, my God, that's so far away. So I I don't know. I don't have anything to say about the game other than, like, pretty graphics. But I think it's hilarious that a game has a 2024 release date now already.
1: Yeah, that is crazy.
0: So Rivals fans, congratulations. You're getting a sequel. But also, I'm sorry you have to wait (laughs) two full years.
1: Maybe it'll be really good since you had to wait so long.
0: I'm surprised it was announced this early. I assumed when I heard that it was announced this early that I was like, "Oh, it's going to crowdfunding." Correct? It's not, which makes it even stranger.
1: Very strange.
0: So well, that that is the biggest news of the week, though, right, Kelly?
1: Um, no.
0: Oh, I give you, you have all the bad stories anymore, don't you?
1: <laughs> it's all right. I deliver them with my. My cheery outlook on life.
0: Okay. What's your cheery outlook on this one?
1: Um, We get to see more Jeff Keeley okay. Because E3 2022 has been both digitally and physically canceled.
0: I, I didn't like your tone. You sound way <laughs> too happy. <laughs>
1: um, They announced just last week. No, two weeks ago.
0: No, this, wait, it was this week.
1: The 30, the oh, it says 30, 31st of March. That's last week, no?
0: I don't know. The past Yeah, that was week. last Thursday. I, when I hear, okay, so my brain goes to podcast mode where I hear last week as like last episode. Oh. It was announced in the past week, which yes. also includes last week. I'm so yes. sorry. Please forgive that, me. Kelly no, is smarter than I.
1: no. I, that makes more sense. Um, I don't think with podcast brain because my brain doesn't work that fast.
0: That's really strange because you are currently on a podcast.
1: <laughs> I know. But um, yeah, a few months ago they said, hey, e- E3 2022, the in-person event is canceled because we, they were worried about Omicron, which is, I don't want to say funny now, but it's like, you know, back when we heard the news, we were like, well, it's probably going to be very different in June or May, June. But they um, they also announced in a tweet, which is sad, <laughs> that the digital E3 event is also canceled. Which was swiftly followed by Jeff Keighley being like, don't worry you guys, Summer Game Fest is still happening in June. Um, so that's good. And then, you know, Gamescom happens in late summer, September,
0: August, I think. August
1: and then you know the game awards happen um there are still gaming events but it is a little bit sad that E3 as we know it is kind of done Probably, it used to yeah. be a really really big deal but i feel that the past few years it's really sort of fallen off and it's i'm covid has certainly not helped in that department but as with most big conventions, these things just don't haven't worked in a while because of people don't want to travel as much and people don't want to spend the money if they could just do their own thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, E3 2021 I thought was really good, but I think that's partially fueled by skipping 2020. So I don't know if this year could have held that same momentum. Probably not. Yeah. It also feels strange because... Jeff Keighley started doing his own events and part of the appeal, as stated by him, not by me, was it was more of a a democratization of video game events, if you will, where uh, it was less centralized and uh, there were many publishers involved in single events. And like it sounded like a good thing because E3 kind of had a strong arm hold on the summer gaming events for decades. But now, you just listed three events, Kelly, probably the three biggest central events, that being Summer Games Fest, which didn't used to be big, but with E3 gone, will probably be very large, uh, Gamescom, and the Game Awards. These are all Jeff Keighley events. It has just turned from, let's democratize things, to I lied. I, Jeff Keighley, am now the single force in the video game industry. I am your dictator. I am your king. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff is the king of the gamers.
1: He is. (laughs) Unfortunately.
0: Uh, It worries me a little bit. I have high hopes still because, you know, the games still have to be announced. Whether it's at E3 or Summer Games Fest, the games will be the same. It's just generally the E3 packaging tends to be more entertaining than the Jeff Keighley packaging. So hopefully because those game those events are cancelled, Summer Games Fest is absolutely packed. Like if it's one hour and a half show with the content of a Microsoft showing and a EA and a Square Enix showing. It could be really nice, but I don't know. Last year's was very... Last year's was Elden Ring and then an hour of disappointment. You know?
1: Tiny Tina's Wonderland? That didn't draw you in?
0: Last year's (laughs) was Elden Ring and then an hour of disappointment.
1: (laughs) I think my thing is is that I wasn't feeling as sad about E3 being canceled because I feel like in my heart it's kind of been over for a while. Just because it's like all of these companies do their own things now. So it's like Nintendo, the directs, they come every few months. It's not like one big direct at E3, you know? And then, wow. you know, you've got like EA's State of Plays. You've got PlayStation, like Sony State of Plays. You've got Microsoft Events. You've got Summer Games Fest. It's like everybody does their own thing now, so it's hard to be in one central convention or expo, as they call it. Um, so I-, I don't know. I won't say that I was like sad, but I was kind of disappointed because it's like,
0: It's fun to do all of it in three days.
1: Yeah, and it's fun to, like, have it be a big event where everybody's tweeting about it and talking about it, and it's like, woo! And now I feel like things have such a short lifespan that, like, people tweet about, you know, Summer Games Fest, but it's, like, for the hour that it happens, and then they're done, you know?
0: Yeah, E3 becomes, like, the center of conversation for, like, a week, whereas Summer Games Fest, it's going to be, like, a week-long event with, like, press stuff going on afterwards but realistically it's probably going to be like the two hour showcase at the start and that's it as far as like public discourse
1: yeah well there was only really one thing I wanted to see at E3 this year so
0: Dragon Age?
1: Tiny Tina Wonderland 2
0: that's fast
1: the retina-ing
0: that's really fast Kelly (laughs) the first one just came out a couple days ago
1: I know well they better get to work
0: I guess so. <laughs> I'll <laughs> no, I'm miss just it. Kidding. I feel like yeah, so for true. me, E three has like a lot of nostalgic feelings, and then like the last couple years pre pandemic were definitely iffy. But like I said, this last E 3 2021 was really fun, and also I tweeted about this. It it felt really special because it was kind of where our podcast found found its footing, and we had that really huge two part episode. It was like a three and a half hour recording session of just news and it felt awesome and I will miss that because like even if we get that same amount of news, say in June, it's different when it doesn't come all in a couple days. Yeah. I and agree. it allows it allows smaller things to kind of flourish more. But then there's the argument of, oh well some of these smaller things wouldn't be seen without the bigger things around them, you know? Yeah, Like one of my favorite games that from last E3 and the, one of my most anticipated games right now was Trek to Yomi. And realistically, the odds of me having seen this game would have been much slimmer if it wasn't included in an E3 conference. You know? Yeah. Also, what's Devolver Digital going to do without their funny E3 YouTube video?
1: <laughs> I know. They can never do that on their own. They have to go to E3 to do weird stuff like that.
0: I think they did one in 2020, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. And it was just like not E3. It was just stupid stuff. I'm sure. We'll see. I, As long as Nintendo's going to do something in June, I would put money on that.
1: Yeah. I honestly think that this comes at such a weird time that most of these companies will have news in June because that's just the way it goes.
0: Yeah. And maybe Microsoft will like push up to May or back to July so that they can kind of get their own spotlight. But I think realistically, most... The same games are going to get announced. That's ultimately what keeps this from being the worst news in the world, you know? hmm It's not like the games that were going to be announced are no longer in development. It just means they have to find a new venue to be announced. Yeah. I keep saying this all to, like, rationalize it, but I, I will miss it a lot, and this news was very saddening.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a bummer.
0: And the ESA has promised a grand return of E3 in 2023. Um, I'm going to say it now one year in advance. Don't put money on that, folks. (laughs) We probably reported on that one E3, and that's probably going to be it, guys. Sorry.
1: Sorry. We'll pretend that E3 is happening. That won't be sad at all.
0: No. That's so sad. We could still do, like, a special. If it happens that multiple gaming events happen within a week or two I could still do a special I'd love to do another like three and a half hour recording session it was exhausting and the episodes were so good <laughs> uh well that's the news do you play any games Kelly
1: you wouldn't believe it I'm still playing smelldon ring
0: that is shocking I wouldn't believe that
1: Uh, Are you you joking? I am, yes. I'm enjoying it a lot. I feel like I finally, I know I said this the past two weeks, but I have like a, I really like my armor and I really like my weapons and I feel like I'm feeling good about the game. Um, I have really nothing beyond that to say. I updated Andrew on my progress before the episode, so.
0: Very spoiler heavy though, so we'll (laughs) we'll leave that one out. (laughs) Uh, I also
1: played a little bit of Crusader Kings 3. Ooh, um,
0: returning to that one.
1: Yeah, I just... I don't know. I had the itch. I'm not sure why. Did you scratch um, it? I did. Because I had bought... Previously, I had bought the North Lords pack, which was like $5, because I got the game for free on Game Pass. Um right. And I got this pack, which was like $5, and I... What I like to do is I like to take a tiny island up in the north, uh-huh. you know, um, and I like to make my own ruler. I make her a very strong Scandinavian woman.
0: Okay. What's her name?
1: It doesn't matter. Usually Freya. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just picked that randomized name.
0: Oh, 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 okay.
1: And she, oh, I create a leader. I don't pick an existing one. Oh. And she becomes the chiefess, And then um, I just go from there. And the one time I had her, like, she was really amazing. She, she was just an incredible person, and she had a lot of good kids who were very strong and hearty and healthy and good rulers. And the last playthrough I started, it was like, girl, what is going on? She lived a really long time. She had, like, five lovers, and her kids kept getting sick, but she oh, had, no. like, seven kids. Anyway. <laughs> that's what's been going on this just sounds I know there's like,
0: like... it sounds like this was like a reality television program for just one second I zoned out and I was just listening to like this TV show plot I
1: know well I know the game is really about like strategy and stuff like that but I really like the dynamics of um, murder murder and, and scheming and plotting and seducing and who
0: were you seducing
1: who am I seducing like my character Sometimes I like to seduce, like, if there's a, if there's like a yarl, and I'm like, I got to get him, you know, I got to get good favor with him, I'll seduce him. And then not only is, do I have good favor, but I also end up like having a kid with him. And even though that child is not legitimized, um, he still has to claim responsibility for it. Wow. Anyway, is, that's, that's really what rough. I've been up to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kelly's seductions and... And horrible treatment of my the northern
1: seductions. I've been preparing um, for that new uh, uh, expansion Viking movie. Oh,
0: the they're not really Vikings. The the Northmen. The Northmen. Men. I heard it's the, really hard to follow.
1: The Northmen. I well, I can't see it in theaters. I'm gonna need some subtitles. You know what I'm saying? I. That's a good point. <laughs> I really struggled with the lighthouse. I. Uh, well. Well, we you don't can... have to talk about movies. <laughs> Andrew, not what did you play this week,
0: week? At oh, I was trying to be clever and oh, I'm next week, next week's next Sonic.
1: Yes. <laughs> the blue I was... ball.
0: <laughs> I hate that. I'm not. What's gonna... it?
1: What's he called? The... the blue blur. The blue blur. <laughs>
0: do you want to re- do you want to repeat in your head what you said before?
1: The blue ball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, audience. Anyway, do I hear a funny anecdote about the Sonic the Hedgehog film, Once You Catch Your Breath? Yes. Um, So I went on a small trip with my family a couple of weeks ago. And in the evening, we were all sitting around and the television was on. We were watching Friends on Nick at Night. Not relevant. Uh, commercials <laughs> came on. And I, we were just sitting there, like, looking at each other talking, weren't watching the TV. And then I heard the Green Hill zone theme kick in during the commercials and I violently like flail my body and grab the remote from the side table and mute the TV as fast as I can because I decided not to watch. I saw the reveal trailer but I haven't seen anything since Um, and I didn't want to know anything more about the movie and it was just funny because my family's like what are you doing why are you running for the remote and I was like I can't know anything about this movie and they're like why and I was like I feel stupid, but I just cannot know what happens in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 major motion <laughs> picture. But next week I will know what happens. I'll have the full review. I'm going to see that in a couple days. Pray for me.
1: I did see an extended trailer before we saw the Batman, and it was for Sonic.
0: Yeah, so I'm glad you saw that a Sonic you, the, trailer before the Batman.
1: We saw a lot of trailers before the Batman. We saw that. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're nope, talking do about it. movies. We saw that trailer for that Sandra Bullock and Ch- Ch- Channing Tatum movie. That looks just like a money laundering thing. I
0: <laughs>
1: and I was like, "Are we seeing the Batman right now? What's going on? Is this Beverly Hills Chihuahua?" Which I I did see Beverly Hills Chihuahua in theaters. So
0: did it have similar ads before it?
1: Yeah, it did. Yeah.
0: Oh well, yeah. I it actually even...
1: had an ad for the Batman before it. Which like, was crazy because that was like more than 10 years ago.
0: Oh, I thought this was not a joke. I thought you meant like another Batman movie.
1: Oh, no. There was a Morbius trailer though. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny.
0: That is funny. Sorry if you don't know movies. Sorry. Um, I played games this week too.
1: Yes, tell me about those. Uh,
0: I played a little bit of cyberpunk.
1: Oh. I don't
0: really want to say anything more. Okay. Sorry, I know this is a an audio podcast where we talk, but I'm done. No, uh, in actuality, I'm getting near the end of that game and I kind of want I'll save my impressions for when I'm finished with it since I've been working on it for a while, alongside much more pressing releases. Uh, but a more relevant game that I was playing was Kirby. I finished the game right before our episode last week, but that was just getting the credits to roll. Since then, I have done 100% of the game's content. It uh, took me twenty-ish hours, so it's not incredibly long, but this was a—it was really a pleasant surprise because all of the post-game content was really cool. There was a lot of really interesting stuff going on after the credits roll. None of the content felt like like it was there to pad it out. It was all very fun and justified. There was only one like grindy thing. It took me like an hour to collect all of the figurines that you can get through the levels. Uh, I think that they anticipate that. Younger audiences will have to play levels multiple times to 100% them, and in the process they will also collect most of the figurines, but I am an adult, so, <laughs> so I found most of the secrets first go through, so I did not collect all the figurines. Sorry, Nintendo, for going against your wishes. Ow. So I just had to grind for coins for, like I said, a little under an hour, and I was able to collect everything, so it wasn't like an incredible grind fest. Uh, the reward wasn't great. It was basically just a PNG with some music under it being like, you did it. You did everything. But It's
1: like Smash Bros.
0: Yeah. But it was the journey, not the destination. All of the levels were very fun. It felt awesome to collect all of the waddle-dees. It felt awesome to fight fight in the arena. It felt awesome to power up my copy abilities and I regret no time with it. It was fantastic. If you're looking for a fun time, like I said next week, I mean last week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: seeing Oops. from the scrying.
0: <laughs> to I the just future? saw the future. Yeah, I just saw my comments from next week and I was like, "Nope, I can't wait. I have to say them now." No. Uh Like I said last week, if you're looking for a fun time with no real challenge besides a couple little difficult bosses, this is the way to go. It's a great time. You'll have so much fun playing this. I guarantee it.
1: And you'll be a little pink guy.
0: You'll be a little pink dude who goes, hi.
1: Thank you, Jigglypuff.
0: (laughs) This has been Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. We will not be returning next week or any other week because we're done.
1: We had a co-partnership with E3 oh Entertainment Expo. And now that they're done, so are we. Bye. That,
0: that would be so sad. <laughs> that would be really sad. No, we're, we'll be back next week. Don't worry, everybody. We'll be here. We'll be talking about all the news. We'll I'll be, be giving you my incredibly groundbreaking. Earth-shattering, crust-shaking, I was just trying to think of more things that meant like, <laughs> like the Earth's crust. Yeah, okay. all That's all the things it's going to be. It's going to be a very big review. I'm going to tell you about Morbius Of Morbius. Of, of, of the new <laughs> Marvel film, Morbius. It's
1: not a Marvel film. It's, it's but, an association with Marvel. It's a Sony
0: oh. film. Oh, okay. In my brain, Marvel film just means a film based on a Marvel property.
1: You would think, but no.
0: That, no. Okay. I will not be reviewing Norbius now then, now that I know <laughs> that. and <laughs> Instead, I'm going to go see Sonic, sadly. I'll oh. settle for Sonic.
1: Well, are we, well we're not going to talk about that.
0: No, why would we talk about a video game movie on this podcast? <laughs> when we could
1: be talking about Jared Leto's Morbius.
0: Exactly. I'm sure I'll see a trailer for that before Sonic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'll nice. let you know.
0: I'll report back. Don't let me forget.
1: <laughs>
0: Thanks, everybody, for listening. Looking forward to seeing you next week. Have a good one.
1: Bye.